The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there and welcome to today's show. We've got a great show as always for you and I'm really thrilled to uh, have a guest, Yolanda Trevino, who's going to be uh, sharing with us about her story and her life. You know, as you look in the news to, uh, over the last few days, there's powerful things happening in the world. And I wanted to spend the first part of the show talking to you about how you can really make a difference even though you are not in politics, so you're not in necessarily able to do anything um, very practical about it or what you'd see as practical. But this number of people I've been speaking to over the last few days who are so distressed about the news and what's going on in the Ukraine uh, and around the world and that feeling of being able to do nothing, I think it's important to spend just a little bit of time recognizing that actually you can do a great deal by the way in which you are. How you turn up moment by moment makes a difference vibrationally. If you are stuck listening to the news and you are absorbing all of that negativity, it doesn't do you any good and it certainly doesn't make any difference to the outcome of what's going on. I wanted to talk to you about um, a lady called Linda McTaggart, who um, she has done a, a lot of work around how intentional thinking, if you like, can make a difference. And a few years ago, did an experiment about uh, meditation where many, many people were involved at focusing love and a, a positive intention to a particular city uh, in the States. Interestingly, weeks later, when the police looked at the statistics um, of that, they found that crime had dropped. Now, at six o'clock UK, one o'clock um, Eastern, um, around the world, people are stopping and just being very quiet and sending the intention of peace and love. Now, it may sound very pink and fluffy to you. It may sound very wiki-woo. But I believe whether you're coming from a point of prayer and you know, having an intention in terms of prayer or meditation, that intentional thought focusing on making a positive difference actually makes a difference. So one of the things that I would ask you to do is to recognize that how you turn up moment by moment, and we talked a lot about it in this on this show, you know, the vibration at which you operate through your emotional state has an impact not only you, but on the people around you. And so 
when you are angry and frustrated and life is difficult, then that impacts on the people around you and sends out a vibrational message. You know, we've talked about, you know, energy hoovers or vampires and energy batteries. This is taking that a step further and just suggesting that rather than focusing on listening to the news and absorbing all of that negativity, that you recognize that by maintaining your positive frame, sending love, sending thoughts of peace, that you can make a difference. Now, it makes a difference to yourself. Ultimately, it makes a difference to your stress levels and to your immune system and to your general health, me mental and physical. But then also, you're going to have a very different interaction with the people around you. And from the people around you, then that's going to, um, to move outwards. And for those of you that have a spiritual belief, as I do, that, you know, energetically, we can send that energy, that positive energy to people uh, through our vibrational state, then, you know, set aside some time. If you can't do it at six o'clock and join everybody, we're today joining, um, sending that intentional message through me, if you like. Um, but just start to think about sending love. Now, it's a really interesting um, approach but it's one that works in your personal life too. If you've got somebody that you've had a row with or somebody you're not getting on with, rather than all of the angst and the frustration and anger, send them love. There is a, a whole system. Now, I get too many ONOs in it, but it's the Ho'opono Ono um, system um, of a, a, a prayer, if you like, and it's four lines. And the four lines are, um, and I never get them in the right order, but um, I love you, I'm sorry, thank you, and I can't remember the fourth one. But ultimately, the power of sending that positive intention is incredibly um, uplifting for you and for the people around you, and I think um, for the broader context. We've got to do something differently. We are at a time where every, every situation that we see politically has a fallout for the whole world. And that we have to start taking things in our own hands. And I don't mean in the sense of a vigilante, I'm talking about from a point of love and peace. And the only thing we have absolute power over is us. So I am suggesting that all of us take the time take the trouble to stop, be quiet, and send love to the people who are involved and to the world in general, because we've never needed it more. So in a moment, I am after the break, I'm going to introduce my guest, um, Yolanda Trevino, and I am absolutely thrilled to share with you her story. So we'll see you in a moment. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? 
Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. I mean, we've been talking about love before uh, the break, but when people think about partnerships and marriage, generally speaking, they're thinking about them being based on love. And yet too many find themselves as a victim of toxic relationships, which erode their self-confidence and at times put them in physical danger. The statistics are stark. My guest, Yolanda, is an entrepreneur, she is an author and consultant. She owns several businesses in beauty, health and wellness and has created the Transformation Reset, a self-healing program um, to help trauma survivors of narcissistic abuse, domestic violence and sexual assault um, to overcome the PTSD, depression, anxiety and suicide ideation. Her program uses a holistic approach to transformative healing that helps survivors accelerate their results so they can reach a place of emotional freedom and get on with their lives. Now, just before the break, I was talking about a very different sort of trauma, but many people, far too many people, are actually involved in a relationship which leaves them in a terrible situation. So without more ado, I am really thrilled to introduce my guest, Yolanda. Hello, Gina. Hello there, and thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. I'd be really grateful if you could start off by sharing some of your journey and your story. Sure, yes, of course. Um, you know, for most of my adult years, I was battling um, mental health distress from having been in emotionally distressing relationships. And I think we all have had our heart broken, but there was just a lot of heavy, heavy items that were going on in my relationships that just didn't seem to have resolution. And 
I kept trying, I kept trying my best to make it better. And, you know, I would think that they were doing the same, but things just sort of took a, an ugly turn. And eventually I just moved on with my life, but I recognized that I stayed stuck in this feeling of angst, despair, depression, anxiety. I was riddled with these things and for all intents and purposes on the outside, I looked well because I was, I was actively doing my best to heal and you know talk therapy and and going to the gym working out and doing the things that i think we're told we're supposed to do and they seem yeah. to work to some degree but they really didn't trauma stayed stuck with me and there were things from my childhood as well that were really just very um heavy for me and so we don't realize that trauma holds energy and it just stays stuck with stuck with you in the body and as I continued to move forward, I found myself repeating patterns in relationships. So I hadn't really healed. I hadn't really gotten to the actual root of what my problems were. And so I was repeating the same dynamic in, in different relationships with different people. I found myself um, in a very horrific relationship and had been ensnared in this lawsuit that just really gripped me and altered my life forever. And I became somebody that I didn't recognize. I was frightened, very fearful for my life. And um, this gentleman seemed like such a nice person. So it was hard for me to, to get help because a lot of people didn't believe what was going on. And then just given the incredible circumstances, they just seemed so outlandish that people felt I was making things up. But, you know, fast forward into, you know, 10 years later, I'd moved on, but I really didn't. Once again, I found myself very broken alone and financially I was in financial straits and I was trying my very best to, you know, make it as a business owner and financially imploded yet again and just so out of balance. And I started feeling um, worthless. I was already feeling somewhat worthless. And I, you know, I started thinking like, wow, you know, I have nothing to contribute. I have no value. I'm feeling so desperate and, you know, I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. And I was finding myself, you know, uh, lacking respect for, for self. And I didn't realize that I, I didn't really know how to love me. And mm -hmm. before I even embarked on a healing journey, things got really dark when I was sexually assaulted. And that was the turning point for my life where it was my darkest days I didn't think it could get any darker than that. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect, um, I, I just, I snapped after that. I didn't really, didn't really have help. I didn't know who to turn to. I didn't know, I didn't have a voice anymore. I was gone. Mm -hmm. I had withered down to a fragment and a, a shell of my former self. I just, I could not find the courage to stand up and be strong any longer. So. You know, it, it it went dark and I, I tried to commit suicide and, you know, I found myself unconscious alone and I was laying by myself for five days in my home. So I was very fortunate to have awakened and I realized in that moment when I did open my eyes that I had survived something that I shouldn't have. And I immediately went into prayer and I did not grow up spiritual or religious, but I did. I went into prayer and I said, thanks for my life. And I promised myself that I was going to do better, be better and live better. And I was never going to give up on myself again. So when you, when you talk about the power of 
thought and how profound that is for a person. Um, I was coming from a place of feeling like I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't see anything greater than where I was in the present moment. So it was hard for me to, to think positively, but I had promised myself that I was going to do better and I was going to heal and I was going to just do my very best to continue to move forward with my life. And I did. And so my healing journey began in 2017 from that moment. And it was just uh, an interesting way how things sort of unfolded organically for me. I had never meditated before, and I was sort of intuitively guided to do that. And I went into this meditative state. I put on um, a meditative guide session that I found online, and mm -hmm. I immediately went into a meditative state, and I felt like I was floating. And I could see this flashing green light in the forehead area, and I didn't have anything to compare it to, so I just went with it. and. You know, I felt this vibration, this feeling of electricity flowing all through my body, mainly, you know, from my neck all the way down to um, my hips. And I didn't really know what to make of it. But after having researched it, it sounded very much like I had gone through an awakening, a Kundalini awakening. And I had mm -hmm. never heard of anything like that before. So, you know, I... I immediately just started meditating consistently every day. And I, I recognized that I had all of these answers inside of me. I was the one that had the answers to all of my life's problems. You know, this was the reason why I behaved this way. These are the reasons why I did it like this. Um, you know, I acted this way. I lived this way. You know, I looked a certain way. There were all of the answers and you know i constantly looked outside of myself for validation and to somebody to give me my answers or to hand over the reins to an authority figure to you know help me sort out my life and you know that was gone i was no longer going to do that you know while i was depressed and while i was trying to function i had seen a psychiatrist who had prescribed a cocktail of medications and I became chemically dependent on these pills and I was slowly dying just from being poisoned from those alone. So when I embarked on my healing journey, a huge part of that started with doing, um, I was heal I had to heal from, you know, the overdose and I also had to heal from emotional and psychological aspects of it, as well as a, a brain injury. I hit my head and I had a, a dent in my head. Now you would think, one would go seek medical attention right away, but it was, it was difficult for me to do given, you know, just my state of mind and where my life was. I wasn't ready to talk about why I had done it. And I also didn't want to look crazy. And it was sad for me. I felt very alone on this journey, but I did it. And um, I detoxified through using food as medicine. And I was able to really cleanse my organs and really rid myself of these uh, pill addictions. It took a long time to, mm -hmm. to really let go of those pills. And it wasn't because, you know, I wanted them. I knew they weren't good for me. I just had to get them out of my system. And it was hard because those side effects and withdrawals, they really just stayed with me. But from there, it was the meditation and uh, it was the cleansing, the proper nutrition, the meditation. And as I got healthier and better, um, I started losing weight. In the first 30 days, I lost 20 pounds just because I was really nurturing myself with good, healthy food. And I couldn't walk a lot. I couldn't get up and do a lot for myself. So I was doing things that were quick and easy, but were also very nutritious. 
And um, in time, as I built up my momentum, I started really getting more involved with meditation and I introduced light therapy to help heal my skull. And, you know, I had been using LED technology for the last 12 years in my esthetician work and I'd known about the healing properties. So when I used that, I really think that helped me to sort of enhance my meditative sessions. And I started listening to a lot of different sounds to help me in, get into a state of, of calm, relaxation, and also to give me energy and to think positively and to come to a place uh, in myself of, of feeling love. So it was interesting how my body had responded to, you know, the sounds and also the light frequency. But um, that really is the crux of what I did. And I, I found myself really sort of reawakening and mm -hmm. aligning myself, stepping into who I felt I was always supposed to be. And suddenly I went from stuck to limitless. I went from being mm -hmm. financially destitute and broken and, and alone and, and sad and desperate to feeling very confident peaceful inside, very, very happy and having a profound sense of love for myself. So when the pandemic hit, I had already been through some of the most horrific things of my life. And I lived through, you know, having my livelihood removed from me. I've lived through closing up my doors and financially imploding, relationships breaking at the worst of times. You know, I've lived where, you know, I couldn't afford rent and I had to move. I've lived through all of that. So you know, all I can tell people who are going through that same thing right now is that it does get better. And, mm -hmm. you know, it really does start with the power of thought. And although things seem very bleak now, tell yourself, you know, everybody's in the same situation. At least a lot of people are. So you're not alone. You're actually not mm -hmm. alone. And as long as you just continue to believe in yourself and you work hard to try to, to do things mm -hmm. differently, you will see profound changes when you think positively. Better experiences open up for you. The universe aligns pathways for better experiences mm -hmm. and people to align with you and help you along your journey. But it starts with the power of thought because that's now going to be the first step before you implement action. So, you know, there were all of these changes that I had seen in my life and um, I got better. It's like I don't give myself enough credit because I, I constantly just move forward and I forge ahead until someone said, wow, you've done a lot of changes or I've ran into people I haven't seen in years and years and they don't recognize me. And it's like, you know, I feel so good on the inside that it has it has changed the way that I look on the outside. It's changed the way that I live, the way that I feel, the way that I work interact with people and just the different avenues that I choose for myself. So, you know, that's really um, my journey and it's been an incredible journey. It's not been easy. It's been difficult. So there, it's not, you know, but you have to be ready. You have to get to this point where you say enough is enough and you do not have to get to the point of feeling like your life doesn't matter in order to exact change for yourself. You just have to say to yourself, I've woken up today and I'm ready for something different. That's a great starting point. I, I, I imagine a number of people who have been listening to this uh, program will be um, in abusive relationships of one sort or another and will be thinking, yeah, I can see that you've made it and, and have done an incredibly powerful job. 
but I don't feel I don't feel resourced. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get started. And it's interesting. I've had a number of people on the sh the show um, who have gone through traumas of one sort or another. And one of the things that really strikes me is how often people have to get to rock bottom before they are able to turn their lives around. And just seems to me it would be so much better if I'm part of the reason for this show, which is called leadership, you know, leading um, your, your own life, it's all about leadership for life, is if you can take start to take radical responsibility for yourself and love yourself and do that before you get to rock bottom. So what advice, given you've been through the mill and that you've come out the other side, if somebody is going through a really difficult time and says, well, but I don't know how to think positively, you know, what would your advice be? Well, if they're currently in a situation that's continuing to make them unhealthy and feel worthless and devalued, then the first thing is to get out. And that's difficult to do because you're trauma bonded to, you know, your abusers. Um, you have to find that inner strength to be able to leave. If you already are telling yourself there's problems and you recognize there's danger, it's time to go. And if you're in serious danger, then contact your authorities to help you. There's usually always someone in your life to be able to look to family, friends that can help you out momentarily so that you can get on your feet. And if that's not the case, there are shelter programs for women who uh, need help. And I highly encourage you to take advantage of those programs to help yourself get out and exact change in your life. That's the first thing. And secondly, when you're now separated and you have some yeah. time to think and to contemplate the next moves of your life because you know you need a job or you need more money or now you don't have a car. I've, I've been without a car. I've been financially broken. Yeah. You know, um, you, you do have to rely on certain resources. Everybody will be able to have someone. If you don't have family and friends, there's something, someone out there that can help you, churches, what have you. Okay, but after that, when you have that time to calm down, journaling, it's free, it's easy to do. It, it puts all of the thought and that energy and that negativity right there at the fingertips and it, it puts it right through into words. Things that you feel that you can't even vocalize and say, you can do for yourself in journaling. And it's a very quick, quick and easy way to get out the trauma. People don't realize the, the power of words. And when you are feeling isolated alone and have lost your voice, you can use your voice through your fingers. So I, I would strongly encourage people to start there and journaling your story to get it out. You'll be amazed at how quickly you'll feel this release of energy just come off yeah. of you. So that's where I would, I would encourage you to start with that. And as simple as this might sound, stay off of the caffeine and the sugar and eat as healthily as you can. I know that when you're, you need that quick dollar and, and food is easy on the dollar menu at fast food restaurants. It's easy and you get addicted to that. So you don't recognize that those chemicals actually alter your behavior and the way that you live and feel. So remove that. Do your very best. If you're going to eat something, eat something with nourishment, nutrition, organic foods, whole foods, those two things, journaling and eating well, you will see a dramatic improvement in the way that you feel and think. 
And that's going to help give you self-esteem and courage. And it's just those little steps. And when you when you do one, you layer in the other. And when you feel better, maybe you, you try uh, moving your body and that's another one, make that a discipline. So there's a, a, a ton of different steps I think that can work independently, but um, starting with just getting out, journaling and eating well. I think that's brilliant advice actually for everybody. Yeah. But ultimately, I think, you know, and I've worked with a number of people who've been in abusive relationships or have been sexually abused as children. And have, have, we've worked um, at when they have been adults. And what strikes me with all of the things that you talk about is that in the small actions, the small steps, which actually have a greater power than they sound as if they have, they're hugely powerful. But one of the underpinning principles around that is that you start to take control of your own life rather than handing the control over to other people. And in those seemingly small actions, you are taking back the power. I, I have the capacity to journal. It doesn't cost me anything. I can go and walk and get out and take some exercise in, in you know, whatever the weather really. Um, I can do those things and what I'm doing is I am nurturing me. I'm starting to create a very different relationship with me, one that's based on love and respect. Uh, and if you love and respect you, then other people are much more likely to love and respect you because you'll put uh, boundaries in place, which when you don't love you, then you feel and you feel worthless. Then you take on, well, this is what I deserve, this toxic relationship. Nobody else would want me, but this person does. Mm -hmm. So my view, and I'd be interested for your thoughts, is it has to start with the relationship that you have with you because that's the one relationship you have total control over. I 100% agree, Gina. And, you know, you hit it right on the head and that all of these little acts may seem little, but they have such a profound effect and they are mm -hmm. nurturing. You know, when you start to feel better and you're making yourself meals, you don't realize that that is an act of love for self. You know, yeah. that's love language. And that's a, a wonderful way to introduce, you know, loving yourself and making it consistent. That behavior needs to be consistent. Yeah. And then you're cultivating discipline to improve yourself. But 100%, um, you know, it's interesting because my journey has taken me up and down and sideways and all over the place. And I, it took me so long to realize that I had lack self-love. It seems incredible that you should know that about yourself, but I didn't. And you're not, I, you're, it's by no means unusual in my experience that, you know, when I work, I've been, I've worked with a lot of people over the years um, and most issues, yeah, most personal issues start off with lack of love for oneself. Yeah. It's interesting how we can see though on other people, wow, you know, yeah, it's always easy. It's always easier to exactly. see. They're not doing somebody so well else's. because they, they can't even see they're in their own way. And I was good at being able to pinpoint that for other people. And so I found it very surprising when it came to this realization that I, I lacked a lot of self-love. And you know, I've worked hard to cultivate that for myself. If you're watching this or listening this, I've got a great um indicator and that's I, I wouldn't like to put it stronger than an indicator but if i said to you 
write five or ten things about yourself that you really, really love about you, that you're proud of, that you that you think are great. Write them down. And if I then said to you, write five or ten things that you don't like about you, which do you find easier? Because in my experience, ask most women, certainly, and I think a lot of men, um, those questions and nine times out of ten people will find it easier to pick holes than they will to pick the things that they love about themselves mm -hmm. and one of the the strategies that i suggest to people is if you know how do you treat a really really good friend then start to treat yourself like a great friend no better but no worse um, and if you are treating yourself in the, the way you would a good friend you know what's the what's the the voice that you're using to speak to yourself you know would you speak to a good friend like that mm -hmm. would you if a good friend was coming over for a meal would you feed them that would you behave in that way to them and so you know behaving as you would to a really valued friend that you that you really love then that's a really great place to start and it gives people a sort of comparison so that they can start to say well no I wouldn't I wouldn't speak to my friend like that. And yet that voice in my head is going round and round and round and being highly critical. Uh, and it's a, for me, it's a great starting point. I'd like to, to just spend a few minutes on, you were medicated. And I think many people go to their doctors and they, they tell their doctors that they are unhappy and depressed and are offered chemical um solutions and there i'm sure there are times when that's appropriate and i am not for a moment suggesting come straight off them but i i'm i am concerned about the number of people who are given the chemical crutch but not actually anything to sort the underpinning problem and i just wondered again in terms of your experience what would you say to people who are perhaps thinking about going to the doctor um, because they're depressed or they've they've been given um, lots of drugs and, and they're not working and they are in an abusive relationship? What would you say to them? It's just another form of escapism. I mean, you're handing the reins over of your your health and your your physicality in your mind with somebody else to have the authority over what to do for you. So I say, um, don't take that route because my, my experience was inside of 20 minutes when I had went in to see this doctor, I was prescribed a cocktail of medications. And I thinking that because he knows what he's doing, that I was, in good hands and i was misdiagnosed with this really you know severe mental disorder and given this cocktail immediately i had very detrimental side effects so just in sharing the things that i'd gone through hopefully that could help somebody to make a different decision but my life completely changed after that i was already going through some really emotional terrible things I wanted to escape is really what that came down to. Did I think that at the time? Not really. Those were not the words that came through in my mind. It was just like, ah, I got to get away from this. We don't equate that to escapism. It's just like, I just need this little yeah. quick reprieve. And that turned into a 10 year battle for me. So 
I had completely morphed into someone that I didn't recognize in the mirror. And, you know, I gained nearly 80 pounds. Goodness actually, me. Yes. And, and actually I gained 60 pounds within six weeks time. And it was insane. I, yes. Wonderful. And in six weeks time, I gained 60 pounds. So I was altered right away. And the, the other side effects were, I noticed, you know, I didn't want to take them anymore and I couldn't stop. I immediately began having this, this terrible zapping sensation in my, my brain. It felt like electricity just zapping me and it was irritating and, and it was causing me to become agitated and angry. I started having uncontrollable shaking and I could no longer use my hands as an artist. And, you know, as I was trying to make another livelihood work out for me, I was having a very profound, difficult time doing that. So um, just a lot of just a lot of change came from the medication. So for the people that are, are considering doing that, really look at exhausting all avenues and considering what you're already eating and how you might be able to change your diet around to help you implement positive health. Um, yeah. The power of whole foods and, and herbs and supplements is just most times even better than the medication because medications yeah. are really just a band-aid solution for a problem and just there to give you a quick fix, but it's turned into this epidemic, this, Hill society and everybody goes in and comes right everybody goes in for any ailment comes right out with a prescription yeah. everyone does that and that's a conditioning to get you conditioned to accept that that behavior is normal and it's it's not you know no. um you are always your own self-healer and when i realized that for myself it was like this huge light bulb moment i recognized that i'd made all of these changes and i had implemented them they weren't because of somebody telling me what no. to do i had that in me so um i just i give you know the advice to someone to really exhaust all your avenues first mm -hmm. and to look into uh, holistic healing and using food mm -hmm. as your medication replacement and, and do your very best. If it's the last resort and you've exhausted all options, yeah. then consider it. But it, it's really, it's very altering. I think that's great advice. What I would say, if you're listening or watching this, please don't just take yourself off your medication, get medical advice to do that and do it in a very uh, controlled way. But I think it's a really interesting, over half the prescriptions in the UK are for antidepressants. Um, they don't work, so they get more. I would really recommend to people read the book, Johan Hari. Um, Rachel, thanks. Um, I was really um, pleased that you liked the idea of being a best friend. And certainly, Alanda's you know, got an um, amazing story. Um, so, Yolanda, I know that you work with people. So tell people about the work that you do and how they can con contact you. Yes, so I am the founder of Evolutionary Body System and the Transformation Reset. So it is a program that is trauma-informed to help you recover from all of these mental health distressors, to help you um, move into alignment with who you are always meant to be. It's very difficult to do, but I walk you through the detailed steps on how to you know, guide you and get you moving forward. Um, you can contact me by going directly to www.evolutionarybodysystem.com and you can 
select the get in touch button and book a discovery call with me, or you can call the 800 number. It is for outside of the US, it's 001-888-422-2304. And if you are domestic, it's 888-422-2304. And somebody will be standing by waiting to take your call. We will always, myself personally, or one of my team will call you back and we'll get you started with your discovery call. So um, I, it, that's what I do. I help people to overcome the traumas in their life. And I've really been through it in my own. I've got a lot of experience overcoming, you know, sexual assault, narcissistic abuse, domestic violence, childhood abuse, uh, sibling abuse rather. And, you know, it, it's been, it's been a very hard journey, but I've been able to effectively move past it. And I'm not perfect. I'm still flawed. I still have faults, but you know, I've learned to be able to love myself and cultivate that love. And when I did that, I recognized that my own validation was the only one that ever mattered. So I think that's such a powerful message is that, you know, love yourself and ultimately your opinion is the most important opinion about you um, and take control of your own life. Now we're getting to the end. Um, those of you that are new to listening to the show or watching it, um, we are very proud to be long to be one G one, buy one, give one. And for every um, guest that comes on the show, we donate to a particular project. And Yolanda has chosen to give access to clean water via boreholes. So in Turkana, rain's very rare. And though, so the locals often lack access to a, a local water source. Now, the interesting thing with that is that it isn't only about the water because the children spend their time walking to a water um, source, they then can't engage in education. So this is about creating boreholes and we, uh, we, uh, donate towards a, a borehole which will put um, a village in a situation where they only have to walk a few steps to get clean water they are able to drink clean water rather than drinking from a murky river that's full of god knows what and it also then frees the children to go into education because they're not spending their time um, walking miles to go and get water so we will donate on your behalf uh, we also donate for every uh, person who um, sends a comment or asks a question on the, the show, we donate on their behalf. And for every hundred listeners, we also donate. So um, thank you very much um, because uh, Rachel, we will be donating um, on your behalf for uh, engaging within the program as you have done. Yolanda, it just remains for me to say a huge thank you. Your journey has been, I know, a very difficult one, but your story is inspiring and I hope it will inspire many women and men in abusive relationships, because it's not just women who suffer from abuse, to feel brave enough to, um, to move forward and to take that step. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Lovely. Don't go away. We've uh, I've allowed the interview to to go longer than normal because I think it's such an important subject. Very quick break, and I'll see you for the last couple of minutes after the break. So don't go away. Thanks again. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. 
Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. We've only got a couple of minutes left, but I want to just make some suggestions to you. If you've been listening to this show and that you're struggling either because of what's going on in the world and you're feeling that life is a bit tricky or that you've been through abuse um, and trauma and that you want to take charge of your life. Um, if you go onto my um, author's page on Amazon, uh, which is Gina Gardner, um, you will find there's a whole range of intentional journals there. Um, and uh, you might find that um, that there is a, a journal there that will suit you. Some of them are around uh, professional leadership journals to actually become um, a better leader. But there are journals for life. Um, there's also um, two books which I think might be worth you exploring. One is Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways of Happiness, Success and Fulfillment. And that shares with you the principles of how you can become in charge of your life. And so, for example, the suggestion of becoming your own best friend is in there. Collecting gratitudes is in there. And it looks at the five pathways, beliefs, relationships, which start with you, managing uh, uh, change and transition. How do you become successful? And then living a fulfilling life and how to find a life full of purpose. And it's my it, interesting, you know, when Yolanda was talking about her experience meditating, that seems to me you know, that she had a spiritual awakening and she found her purpose in life. And having found her purpose, which is to use all of those incredibly challenging situations that she'd been through, and now using those to help other people. 
who can't turn around and say to her, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, you don't know what it's like for me because she does. And that she's able to have turned that experience around and make it the currency to make it something different. So thriving, not surviving the five secret pathways to happiness, success and fulfillment. And there's also the seven day happiness challenge, which again um, offers a, a, a range of activities um, that can help you uh, manage your life in a, in a much more constructive and happier way. So I'd like to say thank you very, very much for being part of the show. There's the thriving, not surviving. Um, and there's also journals that go with that. So if you're finding it difficult to journal, and you can just use a blank book, but if you want um, an opportunity where there is a journal with a question each day that leads you through, um, that holds your hand, if you like, then go on to Amazon and you'll find them there under my name. Whatever you do, however you operate over the next week, recognize that you are the leader of your own life and take care and love yourself. So thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.